0: Welcome to the Financial Fitness Show. Sponsored by Schwartzfinancial.com, by the way, that's the website. A lot of our podcasts are up there if you'd like to uh, listen to them. We've got years and years of those podcasts up there and uh, all kinds of topics throughout the years. And the star of the show is Bob Schwartz. Bob, thank you for joining us again here today good morning, Mike, and good morning, everyone. Yes, good morning, everyone. I am Mike Kerner. I'm here, and we'll talk to Bob today about a topic. We come up with cool ones every week, and uh, this week, I actually thought it was kind of a, a a different fork in the road to go with our topics, and I, I actually really liked the topic that, that Bob came up with today, and what we want to talk about is timeshares, and we'll get to that in a moment, but first, Bob, before we get rolling with this, let's talk about uh, your business, Bob Schwartz Financial, and what you actually do to help people out, because people do come to you and ask you these questions when they're getting things ready for their taxes, getting ready for their investments. But uh, they'll talk to you and um, work on their, um, I guess, 401ks or retirements or investments. So maybe just get into a little bit here about what you do and what Bob Schwartz Financial is. Yeah, Mike,
1: uh what we do is we try to design retirement income for folks that are tax-efficient and estate-efficient and get uh, as much return for our clients as their risk tolerance will allow. And, uh, and again, do that in a fashion that is uh, cost-efficient and tax-efficient and estate-efficient while we do it.
0: Well, you've been helping out people for a long time. You've been in business or actually been doing this for, like, how many years now?
1: Uh, February 7th of this year will be my 47th anniversary that I've been in the industry. Sweet. I am not a new kid on the block.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, you've got the experience. I I can say that. Uh, Let's jump into our topic now, and we're going to use up the whole uh, 30 minutes today on this topic because I thought it was fascinating. You thought it was fascinating, too, and you said that you had somebody ask you about it yesterday, but we're going to talk about timeshares, and I was looking this number up, and um, its I I actually want to read this quote from you. Um, It says here almost 10 million households own some sort of timeshare, according to America Resort Development Association, about 850,000 of them would like to sell that within two years so they like it but they don't like it that much so let's get into this <laughs> what what are timeshares and maybe you can give me your definition or what you found in the research you've done since your question yesterday by a client of yours
1: well i received a phone call from a gentleman and he he said bob do you know uh do you know a, a good way to get out of timeshares and, and i I answered honestly. I said, I sure don't. Uh, but I went and did a little research and a little checking and visited with our, uh, our company attorney and started collecting some information. And, uh, you know, the, all I know about timeshares is I've never owned one, probably only because I have older brothers who bought them and told me how terrible they were. So when I was young enough to afford one, I, uh, young enough that when I couldn't afford one, I never went and looked at one. And then once I got to where maybe uh, maybe I had the time to look at one, I kind of had realized from my brothers that they were probably not something that I wanted to be involved in. But what a timeshare does, in my opinion, is uh, if I own a timeshare, Mike, it, it allows me uh, some certain time during the year where I can go visit that property or another property that, uh, that the company I'm with might own, uh, and I can go use that property Uh, for that period of time and uh, how I do that is I pay money up front from what I understand and then I pay money annually either by the month or by the year that gives me the right to do that. Uh, A gentleman that called me yesterday said you know every time we want to go somewhere it's busy and uh, in my talking with other people uh, about it yesterday uh, one of the ladies that works in our office said, well, my, my parents had one and they tried to get out of it. And I said, do you think there's a lot of people that, that want out of them? And, and her comment was, well, my dad and all my uncles sure wanted out of them because they weren't what they'd been told. So that's what I think a uh, timeshares are is a way to get, uh, uh, places to go vacation when I book the time that I need. And, uh, I get to go there, and it doesn't cost me anything more than what I've already paid for The upfront fee and and my annual
0: fee. You know, when we came up with this, or you came up with this topic and you brought it to my attention, you said, uh, Mike, have you ever thought of a timeshare? And I had to think about it. Probably uh, 10, 15 years ago, I I thought it would be a good way to get into it, maybe as an investment and and get a property and and at least a a little share in a property and place to go on vacation. I think the first ones were thinking maybe I should get something up in Colorado that would be a ski resort. I love skiing. Um, Then for a while, I thought, well, I could maybe do something in Arizona where it's nice and warm. And I I look this up, and there is a lot of people that get them around Disneyland. and, And I could see their point. It would be a place like a condo or a room in a hotel that they rent every year. And the family can go on those annual vacations. And they've got a place to stay that's kind of their own. And they kind of have ownership in it. The problem is you own it, and you probably sometimes have a certain time of year where you're only allowed to go and if you move it around it gets a little bit more expensive. I know that there's a lot of people that buy those. I know hotel developments uh, are some of them. Uh, There's also a lot of them that are in condo developments and it's just a way for those developers to get people to buy in to those properties.
1: Yep, and, and of course they're doing you know what companies do they're raising revenue and you know I'm I'm not saying that's right or wrong I, that's definitely not wrong you know they're they're trying to make money uh, but I think sometimes they try to maybe uh, make a little uh, extra so to speak so uh, I think that's what we want to address today is is maybe how to exit one of those um, if you don't want to be
0: involved anymore. And at times this plays into what you and I talk about a lot. Uh, we're talking about people that are trying to retire, people that are seniors and and they see this timeshare is, uh, is on their books, so to speak, and they can't get rid of it or don't know how to get rid of it. Um, there is uh, one in an article I read on AARP where there is a uh, widowed mother uh, and she had a timeshare and her daughter came to her and saw that there. Was a twelve hundred dollar in annual fees that her mom was paying, and she had been doing this for like thirty years. And her mother, her mother, her mother was was elderly and was still paying it. And in, in today's society, you may be paying it out of an account that's just an auto withdrawal that you don't even know. So check your check uh, books, check your accounts, and I think that's one of the things that AARP was even saying: uh, look out for that stuff and uh, and check your accounts. And we've talked about that in the past where there's people out there just go to your account see what's coming out annually or monthly and uh, look at those fees is it something that you want to do in your life and i think you would agree with that for anybody retiring as well absolutely
1: and you, you don't know how many times in my career that has happened when uh, a client's gotten to an age where they can't take care of anything of their uh, daily affairs anymore and one of the kids comes in and realizes uh, I had one case where they they found out that their mother had five times shares wow. that they were paying about six thousand dollars a year on, and then you know, and then of course they had to go figure out how to get out of that at that time. But I never ever heard how they uh, how they got out of it. So that's what kind of prompted me yesterday on that phone call to go, you know, hey, what? Yeah, I think that'll be a pretty good show that people are probably concerned about because. Uh, we all hear the ads, Mike. We all hear the ads.
0: Yes, there's plenty of them out there. Radio, TV, how do you get out of a timeshare? And we've heard about that. So let's get into that. How would you get out of a timeshare? And, and the advice, I guess, would be to maybe go back to the original seller, uh, the, the person that sold it to you, or the resort that uh, it's at and holds the deed on it. So maybe that's where you start.
1: Right, and uh, we're 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 citing most of this information uh, uh, from my clients' experiences that I've talked to in the last 24 hours, and from an excellent article uh, in the AARP magazine about how to how to get out of a timeshare. But the, the first thing to do is to is to call up the timeshare company and say, "Will will you buy back my timeshare? Uh, will you resell my timeshare for me?" You know, ask that question. I, I, from what I understand, in most cases, the answer is going to be no. You're going to own that, you know, for the rest of your life. And then your kids are going to own it. <laughs> so, but that's the first thing to do because they may say, oh, yes, we'll, uh, we'll help you market it. It's going to cost you so much. But, but yeah, we'll we'll get rid of that for you. That'd be the first thing
0: to do, right? So you could start there, and and a lot of times, uh, the higher end chain like Disney, Marriotts, Hilton, uh, maybe they could even help you find a buyer for it because they're such a large company and they have the properties, and maybe they could they could work on something for you. And maybe there's a small exit fee, so that's probably a place to start. Who is your owner, or who is the owner of the property? And maybe they've got a timeshare office that can help you because I'm sure that it's not something that you um, that they haven't seen before that people want to get out of those timeshares and, and one of the things that this is what AARP is suggesting too one of the things to not do is to stop paying on it because that could really get into a lot of problems there so stop paying before you do that look at the situation look at the balance and, and talk to somebody about it because you don't want to ruin your credit over that.
1: Right. Well, and that would, uh, you know, the key thing, like you mentioned about the, the very large companies that, that uh, like a Disney, uh, that have timeshares. You know, that's one thing. I think what I perceive where people have problems are with timeshares in Southwest Missouri. Mm. And that, if I've heard clients talk about the timeshares that they were having problems with, or you know, weren't were not are not able to get rooms at, or whatever. It's generally been down in the southwest Missouri area, and I think the also the uh, I think there's a, in that article uh, it talks about how Missouri has so much more litigation going on than any other state because of all the timeshares they have throughout
0: the Ozarks yeah with the lake of Ozarks and also Branson all of that well Bob we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more of this interesting topic here today again the show is financial fitness show we're talking with Bob Schwartz the website BobSchwartzFinancial.com. A lot of other great topics up there for you to download those podcasts as well, if you'd like to. Again, Bob Schwartz Financial, a couple of locations across Kansas. We'll talk to you more about timeshares in our topic today in just a few minutes. I'm Mike Kerner.
2: Hi, it's Julie, Director of Client Services at Bob Schwartz Financial. We welcome you to give us a call at 785-582-5805 and start a conversation with us about whatever financial and investment planning concerns you may have. Let's have a cup of coffee and start a conversation. Values, commitment, transparency. That's the Bob Sports Financial Way. Call Bob at 785-582-5805.
0: You're listening to the Financial Fitness Show. Welcome back, second half. Financial Fitness Show with me, Mike Kerner, and the star of our show, Bob Schwartz of Bob Schwartz Financial. Website, bobschwartzfinancial.com. If you'd like to get a hold of Bob, he would love to talk to you. We've got he's got uh two offices across Kansas. Eastern Kansas, you've got the Silver Lake number 785-582-5805 and Victoria number 785-301-2320. But Bob can take care of you anywhere in the state of Kansas and Bob is on the road all the time. In fact, today Bob you're on the road again.
1: I am uh Driving down uh, a recently closed I-70.
0: Yeah, I seventy. Yeah, I heard all heard all about heard all about that. Well, Bob, we're talking today about timeshares, and we it's a great topic. And again, a lot of this is coming from this uh, AARP article that we read, and and you know, you had a question brought up about it as well. And a lot of people trying to get out of them or exit it. And what do you do? How do you get out? There might be some fees to get out, but again, that's all in the contracts that you signed with whoever it is that owns that timeshare along with you. And let's talk about that a little bit. Where where do people go when they they want to get out? I would assume you would probably just start, as we mentioned in the first half of the show, with maybe the resort ownership, whether that's you know Disney Marriott. We brought those up, but there's a lot of them out there. And who, who do you get your money from? Will they give you your money back? Because yeah, I'm sure this has happened. Wouldn't you agree, maybe just to start there?
1: That would be the place to start. I, I think the, 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 you know, one of the most important things to do is, is pull out all the paperwork that you signed when you went on board uh, with the timeshare. And if you'll read through there, there might be a termination clause where it will describe how to terminate your timeshare. And uh, in visiting with a few folks yesterday, uh, that's where they found out how to get out and they just executed the termination uh, clause and uh, it took them about four months, but they got out of the timeshare now they had to keep paying their maintenance fees uh, during that period uh, and it did cost them some money but they got out from underneath a annual expense that was that was no longer of any value to them so uh, pull out your contract see if there's a termination clause in there and that will explain to you how to do it
0: As you mentioned in the first half of the show, you were talking about uh, the Branson-Missouri area and Missouri, the big outgrowth down in that area, and complaints uh, revolved around the hard sell tactics and the fear-mongering and uh, how your kids won't have to keep paying after you die. But, uh, again, litigation drug out for years on a lot of these people, so... um, I guess you have to go to your contract and, as Bob said, read through it and see what it is. Maybe there is an exit strategy or somebody to contact within your contract and and see what you need to do from there. So, again, we'll talk about that. I don't know if you want to use an exit company right away, but I would try to re, try to resolve this with the company that you've you're in uh, business with and maybe then see an exit company. But an exit company could cost you quite a bit of money and lose a lot of money. And if you're you're helping out your uh, senior uh, parents and trying to get out of this, uh, that that might be an issue, too.
1: Right. Uh that article, I believe, states that the average cost is $4,500. Yes, it is. Uh, to, to use one of those exit companies. And uh, I talked to several people that did it themselves, and they said we did exactly what the exit company would do, which is go to the the contracts uh, and just do the steps of the termination clause. So um, I think the termination co- companies that uh, get rid of the timeshares, uh, you can go online and look and there are a lot of those companies that have very, very poor reviews. So, uh, before you do that, do your due diligence and sure you're doing business with a company that has you know, has, has got some longevity and has a history of, uh, of getting the job done for people, because it is going to be pricey.
0: Yeah, the recommendation was uh, look for a company that's been in business for five years or more, then read on the Better Business Bureau site how other people have handled uh, things and how these companies that have been in business have handled their complaints in the past. And that might give you some research information on how you can get out of your contract with one of those timeshares. But we hear about that, as you mentioned, and we started the show off with. Uh, a lot of companies out there do radio and TV ads, and on the internet you'll see ads too of how to get out of your how to get out of your um, timeshare. And if you're hearing that many ads, you've got to know that there's a lot of people out there that have those timeshares that are trying to get out of them. Or, like you said at the beginning of the show, they might not even know they have one until maybe a, a kid comes along and they're looking through their parents' uh, paperwork as the parent is trying to uh, retire. Or, like you said getting into um a senior home and and laying those plans out
1: i called my sister-in-law up yesterday uh just to kind of see i because i had asked them oh, oh right around thanksgiving if they still had their timeshares and they said no we don't but i i just had i was just asking to see if they still had them because i knew they weren't going on trips anymore um and so uh so I called her up again yesterday and said, "Hey, have, have, you know, how did you guys go about doing it? Did did you uh, did you have any problems?" And she said, "No, we just called up one of those companies that we we heard advertising and uh, and got it taken care of that way." And she said it cost them over six thousand by the time that you counted the fees they paid to the uh, to the timeshare while they were exiting. So it's a pricey. That's a pricey thing to do, and I would say, you know, only only do that after you've uh, exhausted all the other other potential ways to do it, and uh, to to get to exit that timeshare.
0: Yeah, I was reading in here. This is that AARP article again. And I'm going to read from the article just a little bit here. It talks about this one person where she called the resort company, explained the situation, and was told that although there was no formal deed-back program, as long as she could send them her father's death certificate, they would take it back. And then it would go through like a foreclosure process and not hurt her mom's credit. Even though her mom's still alive, it wouldn't hurt her credit, even though her name was on it too. Uh, um, and the resort company said in it they would not report it to a credit bureau. So they also mentioned here that it was going to take them like six months to get through that process. So it's not an overnight thing.
1: No. Uh, the only thing that bothers me about that, Mike, is you're, you're. they're saying we won't do that. My fear would be is then all of a sudden that parent credit score dropped tremendously because they... You know, it got reported to the credit bureau cause, uh, because that's what big corporations do. I, that, that would concern me, but uh, I tell you the key thing that uh, to use the power of programming, uh, I'm sure some of our listeners uh, have, they know how to exit. They may be, they're sitting there screaming at the radio, no, that's not the best way to do it. Give us a call. And, uh, let Julie or Leslie or Chris or myself, uh, know what, what, uh, what methods they use to get out of their timeshare. And, uh, you know, especially if they did it for very little cost, uh, but also if they had to do it through a company, if they, if they found a company that, that, uh, that had a lot of credibility, we'd like to know about it. So, you know, call us, uh, 785-582-5805. And just let us know, uh, and then we can relay that information out on a future show. would love to hear that.
0: That works really well. So again, the topic today was about timeshares, and I'm sure a lot of people have heard about that, and um, just trying to help you out and uh, see if maybe you can resolve that as well, or maybe you know a family member that has the same issues too. All right, Bob, I'm wrapping up that topic. I want to go to another topic real quick. We only have about, oh, three minutes to go, and something that's near and dear to your heart is your newsletter every year, and you just released it, and boy, that takes a lot of time for you to put it together. Together. But it's kind of a recap of last year and what's coming up. But you want to give us a little preview, and I'm sure some of your clients already have seen it.
1: Right. We uh, we emailed them out and mailed them out yesterday. So uh, those of you uh, listening that are already clients, you've either got yours via email uh, or be looking for it in your mail the next couple of days. But uh, we just go over what, what the past year looked like. Uh, in the equity markets and and in the capital markets and we uh we talk about our core tenants and what we what we uh consider the important things as uh investment advisors for our clients and uh i think it's a real good read it's something we spend a lot of time on uh preparing and uh uh, if they'd like to get a copy of it they can just call our office and we will gladly mail them one and uh nothing else required but uh, we'd just be glad to to send them a, a copy of that letter cuz it kind of gives some insight into how how we work, how we think and kind of what makes us different uh, different from from others in our field
0: or one of the things I want to close with here is it's hard to believe that it's 2024 already. And it is an election year. So we've got that all to uh, to pile onto our lives right now. And we're going to hear a lot of those political ads uh, ramping up here as we go along. But in your forecast for the year, an election year, is that different than any other year if people are preparing for retirement? Should they uh, look for maybe uh, different things to happen as they retirement? What I mean by that is, is retire early or hold on a little bit longer. any suggestions there?
1: Uh, you know I wish I could say yeah this is what you need to do. No what you need to be in what you need to do is be engaged in, in the risk tolerance level that you have. you need to be engaged in the markets and whether it's an election year or not but election years are generally very good years. Does that mean this sure will be? No. you know There's no guarantee. But what we do know is if we use a measured approach to our equity investing and do it over a period of time, it's always been rewarding for the investor. And uh, that's, that's not just me saying that. Uh, go read what Charlie Munger or Warren Buffett uh, or on and on that you can, uh, you can grab all kinds of reading material that talks about how our mental attitude towards the market, which means to stay engaged is much more important than market trends.
0: All right, Bob, thank you very much for joining us today. The show is done. Great topics today. So again, thanks Bob and uh, have safe travels as you're on the road.
1: Thanks Mike. Uh, the, the roads are, uh, 90% clear uh, today. And, uh, I'm looking forward to get out to Ellis County. So you have a great day. All right. uh, We'll talk to you all next week.
0: Same to you. And everybody, thanks for joining us today. BobSchwartzFinancial.com is a website. This is the Financial Fitness Show with Bob Schwartz and me, Mike Kerner. Thanks for joining us.
2: Hi, I'm Julie. As the Client Relationship Specialist at Bob Schwartz Financial, I'd like to personally invite you to have a conversation with Bob and our team. We are well-versed in all areas of planning for Kansans and are here to serve you. We want to make the conversation easy for you and can meet in person at our offices in Silver Lake and Victoria or Bob and Logan would be glad to come to your home. Give us a call today at 785-582-5805. That's 785-582-5805. Start a conversation today. You'll be glad you did. Bob Swords Financial, Values, Commitment, Transparency investment advisory services offered through cobbler capital management silver lake kansas
0: cobbler capital management llc is a registered investment advisor and the opinions expressed by bob schwartz financial on this show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of cobbler capital management llc all statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable although it should not be depended upon as such any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities investments or investment strategies investments involve risk unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Information Express does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for any individual. Listeners are encouraged to seek advice from a qualified tax, legal, or investment advisor to determine whether any information presented may be suitable for their specific situation. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.